demonstrate and let the audience know that elevators and birds are real. True, absolutely. <laughs> I've once seen a bird use an well, elevator. he's not here to defend himself. Yeah. Yeah. Birds and elevators are real. Uh, hello, Never everyone. Welcome back. Uh, we are Not Great RPG, and we're here once again for the city of Oshwamp. Uh, we're going to go around the table real quick, introduce ourselves, and then after a brief recap, we'll pick up where we left off last week, approximately one week and three hours ago. Uh, something like that. Fucking news reporter. Yeah. <laughs> Just As always, this is six days and twenty-one hours. Yeah, that. That one. numbers. One week and yeah. three hours is more time. Yep. That one. Um, <laughs> uh, this just in. I am Don. I'm going to Remy, the Grave Demand Cleric, this evening. I do have metal legs. <laughs> I'm Yalumlo, and I play. No, wait. I'm Zonky God, <laughs> and I play Yalumlo. Damn it. I'm Paul, and I play Felix Gray. Uh, shit. <laughs> Coming at you live from the scene and almost dead, I'm Glenn, and I play Forrest. Thanks, Glenn. As you can tell from the prompter, I'm Michelle, and I'll be playing Thario. I'm Sarah. <laughs> this is just it. Back to you in the studio. I'm playing Vitora. And you have elbow room. I do. So See? Elbow. It's a good move! <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I Yeah, I am John. I am the dungeon master for uh, the city of Oshawa. Last time we played, we were inside of a shrine on top of yonder ziggurat. Um, trying to figure out what the fuck goes down in here. Uh, we... Um, had Nesgrim get hit in the head with a stone, uh, and then he fault. saw some terrifying bloody writing on the walls that we read and and talked about for a while, and then a mysterious, uh, large, angelic creature landed on the height of the shrine, uh, partially collapsing uh, some of the exterior roofing. Uh, we were like, oh, fuck, like, we gotta leave. Let's, let's try whispering and communicating telepathically. Um... It knew we were here. It continued to hear us. Um, Ether's not, as I said last week, Ether's not the only one with big peepee. Um, <laughs> you know. Yeah. That's <laughs> what the leg armor's for. Exactly, yeah. yeah. yeah we gotta hold it in. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, dude, I mean, bad shit happened last week. Like, really, really fucking bad things. Uh, we tried to escape. Felix tried to use an illusory card. Uh, from the Deck of Illusions, it summoned a Gorgon. Uh, it has True Sight, so it was like, oh, a trickster, get out of here, you big old... <laughs> you goose. <laughs> <laughs> big old sillies. <laughs> big old sillies. <laughs> big old sillies. And I quote, <laughs> we might, we might have overreacted. If you understood <laughs> Celestial, you would have heard him say. Yeah, like, <laughs> I played the peekaboo game, yeah. I know how this works. Yeah. Uh, Felix then tried to fly away. Um... Vor stepped out with the Moon Touch Sword and was like, oh dear God, like, hey, we're not threatening, please don't hurt us. Uh, it saw a Moon Sword and was like, I'm the Moon. Uh, <laughs> that's me. You shouldn't have that, because that's a part of me. I would very much like that back now. 
Um, You're really painting this guy like a nice guy. In my eyes, he's the hero. <laughs> <laughs> so there are no heroes in Oshwamp, except for this guy. Yeah, like when I said, I've heard there are no villains in Oshwamp. To me, it's not a bad man. I guess he's, he's here. He's got things to do. We may have overreacted. He is quite physically gray, so like fits the moral things that we're aiming for. He's misunderstood. You just gotta get to know him better. Thank you. Oh my god. We should try talking to him. Yeah. Right. That was that was already tried. He disintegrated the guy that tried talking to him. He said the wrong thing. Yeah. Or the right thing. Yeah. I mean, right. And that's yeah. Nesgrim has actively been trying to like. Off himself like, day <laughs> for, one. for a while. More the right things. Thariel mm-hmm. stayed in the room and turned on the fog machine. Yeah. <laughs> I'm alone in here. Oh no, I can't. I always see. wanted to fog a shrine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Look at all this elbow room. Shine like yes. this. Yes. Oh my god. The whole party here. Yes. Yeah, so oh. uh, it landed oh, and beat the shit out of the forest. Real fast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And everybody was like, oh, why not again? Come on. Why is it always like this? Why is it always forest? It's always forest, man. Um, yeah, and then we were like, oh. It's the non tank trying to tank. Yes, yeah. So we were just like, hey, like, we. We would like you to not do this, please uh, stop. And then Nesgrim recognizing, I, I, I think in his own way, the uh, immensity of the threat before us went, hey, so like I am here to specifically atone for the sins of my ancestor. I am Nesgrim Christoch. Um, it, you know, then recognized him and announced that he was a betrayer and that he shall be judged and... Nesgrim kneeled, and everybody else was like, "All right, maybe, maybe, maybe we'll be okay. Like, should be fine." This thing says it's merciful, so you know, let's 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 hear it out. Uh huh. Nesgrim was an honorable man and knelt down before it, and then it approached him and uh, thrust its holy blade into his uh, mouth and sundered him from within, uh, rapturing him into a new existence for me. <laughs> Really fun one uh, for for visualization for everyone else in front of the uh, the group here though. Uh, Nesgrim was uh, bathed in light from within as it escaped from oh, his, his open mouth and the pores, uh, his orifices, and he smoldered and turned to ash from within, uh, leaving just his his armor and his presumably clothing that he would have been wearing. I hope um, beneath him. Uh, <laughs> That's presumably he was close. Presumably. I'm not gonna. He was over shit. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, well, that was like be not afraid. Oh my god. Any of his belongings would be fine and intact, uh, just to be clear for the material value of the game. Uh, but yeah, Nesgrim has been smote. Uh, we're standing here at the Mark height of the ziggurat as as Vorst has uh, cast message to a fading away flickering remnant of Nesgrim's soul telling him that he was the best man he has ever known. Uh, as for the rest of you, you watch, again, the flesh, bone, blood, marrow, all the physical embodiment that was uniquely Nesgrim Christoch has been wiped away and flutters some bits of it as dust into the breeze, pile of ash consumed below, 
You hear the clanking of his armor as it strikes the hard stone floor, and this angel has yelled out, You have been judged. And we go to Sarah. <laughs> it's he, your turn! Does, does he say that angrily? Uh, the way I said it, it was... Hmm. He said it the way that he reads the title to Paul sometimes. <laughs> I feel like it would have been a righteous vigor. So, like, it would have sounded um, as though there would have been some tone of disdain. Again, he, is, he was a sinner in this man's eyes and has been judged as such and now stands here staring down at the broken armor that lay atop the ashes and we go to Sarah um you have eight blink dogs that were holding for a hostile action Those can spin smoke. <laughs> I, think, I think that's moderately hostile. <laughs> Depends on how you look at it. Moderately! <laughs> like, if. And, and you would have to then tell me as to if you didn't perceive it as hostile. <laughs> why? <laughs> she could perceive to, it as hostile and not attack. To be fair, Nesgrim. Literally asked for it. <laughs> Absolutely. And if you would like to use that as the reason for why telepathically your summoned creatures would choose to either act or not react. Entirely up to you. I mean, uh, to clarify like what the intention was. Yeah, you had said afterwards yeah, that it was in case other players had attempted to stop it, correct? No, it was in case it had basically decided to continue to wail on Vorst and Felix. Oh, oh, well then yes, it's not <laughs> wailing on them. <laughs> <laughs> like the the point yep. where, like they summoned outside the, the shrine, the shrine yep. to try and distract it from whoever was in that specific spot. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. This is a little different. Yep. A slightly different situation. Yes. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't think they would do the thing. Sure, absolutely. Um, when your dogs stand there, blinking. Blinking or blinking? <laughs> Both. <laughs> blink and then blink. <laughs> uh. We'll also say, because it has been a week, uh, that... What did occur with Nesgrim, Nesgrim did persuade the thing. Nesgrim did have a chance to make a check, at least in terms of a social interaction while inside of the combat encounter. Just as a, an understanding of avenues within the setting that we are within. Ask its horse, goes on. You'll get a better read on him. <laughs> single? Retora is probably in in shock. Mm -hmm. Just going to stumble over to the pile of Nesgrim ashes, Nesgrim ashes mm -hmm. and just fall to her knees. Okay. 
Um, yeah, that's that's. We could have done. <clears throat> you in the vicinity of where you would see Ratora kind of absentmindedly in a stupor stumble over in the direction of Nesgrim's corpse, which again is just ash, and fall to the ground next to it. This thing still in the midst of standing, lording over it, drawing its ha- its arms back from having killed Nesgrim. Um, <clears throat> I am going to first use my bonus action to, at a second level, cast Healing Word, targeting Vorst. Fantastic. Well, you burn out, buddy. I will. You need to be able to see him. It's far. He's down a level, right. laying on Correct. the ground. He is right. And you're currently still inside the shrine. I landed up right. Yeah. He landed upright, but yeah. he is still like 10 feet down, so I would say for the angle for where he would be, you wouldn't be able to see him. Okay. Uh, you can step not. out. But. Yeah, I'm going to anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, I would step out towards uh, Nesgrim's... I almost said Ashgrim. Towards his Nesgrashes. Yes. And I would pull out one of the litany of small sacks that I have to carry ash and other things that mm-hmm. we took to fell for them. Yep. Um, and I would scoop his ashes into this bag in order to pick them up. Sure. Um, I would collect Nesgrim. Uh, <laughs> I would use my bonus action to cast Sanctuary targeting Felix. Okay. I don't know what that does. It's will be right now. Yeah. What's, uh, what's Sanctuary do? Five. It's pretty cool. Okay. Makes it harder for things to hit you. Oh, cool. That's good. Um, it's gonna hit and me. then I would, standing now under this thing, mm-hmm. over mm-hmm. Nesgrim's uh, armor, mm-hmm. I would look up at it mm-hmm. and say, uh, it called us traitors, correct? Specifically? Heathens. 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 Nesgrim was the traitor. He was the traitor. Right. Call him a betrayer. Betrayer. Uh, yeah, I would look up at this thing in, in common. Uh, I would say, Noble Guardian of this place. Keep it short. Yeah. Again, within six seconds. Yeah, absolutely. Sincerely. We will leave your holy ground. Okay. Um, in the space of the six seconds, yeah, sure. It's a lot. You would step over, pull the item out, start to scoop Nesgrim's ashes into it, cast Sanctuary targeting Felix. I will say that in the justification of having done so many things, you'll obviously still say this to it. Yeah. In the perspective of mechanically understanding it, it's as you're saying it, it seems as though it is in the midst of some kind of entranced reverie as it's watching you pile the ashes into this bag. Okay. So, like, when you look up at it and you start speaking to it, 
It doesn't seem like it's looking at you. It seems like it's looking exclusively at what you're doing and pays you no verbal mind. Okay, sure. Anything else in your turn? That is it. Very good. You to chill. God damn it. Ah. <laughs> uh, Ashgrim. I mean, I've got a whole ass blizzard around me now. Fog machine. <laughs> and all this elbow room. No, this room. is fine. My, I'm logged out of D and D beyond here. Um. You said you're like way down. I'm ways away. Yeah, how tall did you say the levels were? And these squares are 20 feet apiece, so 20, 40, 60, 80, 100, 120, 140. He's somewhere around 160 feet if it was straight out, but he's also down a level. Yeah, he's pretty far. It's like more than 10 feet down. I guess just in shock, I walk out of the... 20-foot high rectangular sections. Yeah, I walk out of the top layer. And also, here, while these are 20 feet, this isn't accurate to the scale for what is obviously mathematically the layering of the ziggurat itself, because mm-hmm. we don't have things that are incrementally sized for yes. this. Sure. So, you were at the basin. The mm-hmm. basin would have been... Toward the middle of that room. Correct. Yeah, um, make my way out of the... Yeah, you'd be able to walk roughly ten feet out of the center of the shrine if you were coming out of the, onto the top layer here. Okay. Um, yeah, I just, like, kind of take in the whole, like... Scene? Scene. Yeah. Retori is in tears next to the ashes that have been predominantly piled up. And I would just ask in common, who do you serve? It remains staring at the bag in Nesgrim's hands. Or, sorry, Ethier's hands. He's back! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just his hands are on the floor. If you can think of nothing else that you would like yeah, to do, that is absolutely that's okay. That's all I got. We got a poll. All right, I would like to use my reaction. Yeah. Uh, if this thing does anything hostile towards any of us, mm-hmm. I will ego whip it. So you're going to hold Ego Whip? Yes. Cool. Uh, you use the side points now. Yes. Cool. Two. Cool. Good. You're good. Anything else on your turn? Uh, I guess I would fly about 10 feet up higher because I was eye level. So mm-hmm. I'll go 10 up. So I'm okay. like about 20 feet in the air. Okay. That's it. Well, that's Grim's dead. Uh, we go to the blood dogs. They would do nothing. They would just take the dog dodge action. I. Uh... Yep. I would. I would just have them place themselves just like among my allies. Sure. Absolutely. Uh, we don't have individual dogs, but mm-hmm. just I guess there's eight dogs. 
so one near each. Each of you. Each of us, mm -hmm. and then. I guess I'd have two near me. Sure. And two near. Who's Ether, I guess, as well. So four kind of. Yeah, very proximate to you guys. Mm -hmm. Sure. Yeah, no, the blink dogs move and take up a defensive posture. Await your command, and we go to Glenn. Well, this thing has boy. made no new sound, no new movement. Again, you're a little bit below, but you would have heard had it done anything. And I imagine he's tall enough that I could still see him from where I'm standing. Like, just even if it's the top of his head or his wings. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Let me see something real quick. Okay, so it just says within range. Sick. Um, I'm going to bonus action cast Expeditious Retreat on myself. I thought you had done that last week. I think you did. Did I? Yes, Already? Did. Okay. Mm -hmm. I couldn't remember if it was I used it for a bless or not, because I know mm -hmm. that I use shield. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I do have that up already. Correct. Sick. Um, I'm going to... I used my uh, action to message Ethier. Step back up to be able to see Ethier. It just says if they're within range. Oh, sure. And it's, he's, yeah, I would you got imagine, the copper yeah. wire, so I'm assuming it's just within the vicinity. That's yeah, fine. it's like 120 feet. So. You have to know what direction they're in, I believe. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, um, so I'll message Ethier. Mm-hmm. Retrieve his armor and his weapons for me. And, uh, I'm gonna free item interaction sheath Moonclaw. Become the knight, and uh, I'm gonna f fucking book it back towards the children. Um, Felix, switch spots with me for a reason. Yeah, running down the stairs. Yep. Yeah. What is your movement speed with expeditious up? It is. Just lets you dash as a bonus. I think so. Yeah. Spell. Uh... You cast the spell. Yeah, as a bonus action on each of your turns till the spell ends, you can take the dash action. So I can okay. dash twice, I guess, right? Or if you had like... your action remaining, yes, yeah. you would be able to. Okay. But... So yeah, it would be 30 plus the 60, or 30 plus the 30, rather? 30 plus 30. Okay, so, so yeah, 60, 60 feet further down, so three squares down. Uh, Don, can you roll me a d20 and let me know odd or even, bud? Yep. 19 odd. <laughs> We're still waxing. All right. Wax on. He's going to be so smooth when he's all done. <laughs> mm -hmm. Look at my legs. <laughs> yeah, then we got to watch. Yeah, I mean, we're kind of crowded right outside this door. Um, mm -hmm. I just hold this position. I've already established telepathic connection with him. Um, okay. And into his mind, I would say... It doesn't look like the rest of us intend to fight if you're willing to let us leave.
You can roll a persuasion check. Uh, 25. Leave the bag. Uh, yeah, out loud if I still have the time. Uh, he says to leave the bag, Ethan. It'll go to me. Unless you have another thing that you would attempt to quickly do. Nope. You would stare down at the sack from which you collected Mesgrim's ashes. And it would hold its left hand down towards you. Palm extended. A very stern but emotionless stoic face. What makes a man a betrayer? The sins of the soul? The sins of the past? Or the actions of the living? you to contest me. Athletics or acrobatics for you, bud? Whoa. It's a hot nine. <laughs> yep. It would, upon seeing you hesitate and begin to speak in common, before your sentence is complete, when you say, what makes a man a betrayer? Is it the sins it would grab you by the scruff of your collar at your shirt? <laughs> Ego whipped. Absolutely. DC, uh, 15. In intelligence save. I am a 17. You beat it. You take... Eight, half, four psychic four. damage. Yep. Yeah. It doesn't even seem like it shudders whatsoever. No real physical demonstration of it being in pain or affected. It grabs you by the collar. It is going to hold you aloft. It is absolutely capable of lifting you one-handed yeah. Yeah. a few feet off the ground. What makes a man a betrayer is what you first said. Yeah, what makes a man a betrayer? Is it the sins of the soul, the sins of the past, or the actions of the living? Yeah. It would 
would have interrupted you, sincerely. Sure. Takes a man of betrayer. It would pull you aloft to where you are eye level with it. And again, this thing is eight and a half feet tall, roughly. So you would be hovering about three feet off the ground with your elven feet dangling below you. And it would look you sternly in the eyes as its gaze pulls up from the bag to look into yours. Again, it knows whether or not you lie, and it knows you're not lying with what you're saying. As you wax poetic and philosophical for it. And again, stoically, despite gazing at you, you feel that there is Almost, because you're an incredibly insightful, naturally, as an individual, as the wisdom character. It feels as though, despite it not demonstrating any discernible facial feature tick, it feels as though there is some lingering anger when you ask this. And it would just gruffly say something in celestial that you wouldn't understand and then hold the other hand out for the bag I would say that that would be my turn within the six seconds of this time frame and then we would jump to Sarah once again um how high off the ground has Ether been uh, Ether would be brought eye level to this thing. It is eight and a half feet tall. Uh, Ether is roughly 5'8, 5'10, something around that. So, probably about three feet. Two and a half, three feet. So, you know, his feet would be your chest height. Should you stand. my bonus action to wild shape into a bear. Okay. Um, and I get, I would like to try to pull Ether from his grasp? His grasp. Sure. That is absolutely fine. We'll have it be contested. Uh, strength for you and strength for me. It's going to be all right, buddy. Bad news, Sarah. Like, Don't forget about me. No. 19 on the die. Oh, I am a 26. I'm a 16. I would say that you 
wild shape quickly into a bear and um, wrap your arms and paws around Ethier's waist, around like his thighs and attempt to pull. You would get him at an angle because again, we're holding him aloft by the scruff of his shirt so he would go from, you know, vertical to slightly angled as you attempt to rip, but going nowhere. Well, that's... Yeah. Anything else for you? Um... You are now a bear. If, uh... The, the... I don't know if I have to do this on my turn or, or the blink dog's turns. To um, communicate telepathically yeah. what their command is? Um, if I remember correctly, Raz always had to do it as a bonus action on her turn. I don't think it costs any part of the action. Then forever. But... Turns, they obey any verbal commands. No action required. Cool. Very good. Um, the I'm a bear, so I can't give verbal commands. Yep. Oh, unless you would count growling at this. <laughs> uh. Yes. I would say there is, uh, in the same way that there is a sense of collective unconsciousness to the cadence of human speech, mm -hmm. that there would same way be in the projections of gruff animal growling and other things. I'm trying to get Ethier back. Okay. I would like this thing to put Ethier down. All right. Oh, we got it done. And this thing's grasp. There's bear. Mm -hmm. Holding your leggies. <laughs> your cool silver leggies. Soon. <laughs> Ripping off all the feet. Yes. The strength <laughs> of the bear breaks the chain banding. You, nah. you could say you're being bear hugged. Oh, she's just going to pants you. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. For farther. The guardian chuckles. That's funny. There's a PP joke there somewhere. Yeah. I was just about to say. <laughs> Choices, choices. Yeah. I don't believe in making things easy. Dane's the narrative dog. Again, it said something in Celestial and you have no idea. I have no idea what it said. Yeah. It didn't sound, you know, in the same way when I've done, like, the Infernal, like, ah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't that. Like, again, it, we, for us, like, you would have more of a, a romanticized, like, Italian or, yeah. uh, you know, Latin, like. Sure. I don't want to know you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, not anything that you are going to know, but I don't speak Latin. So. Sure. Squale Cicerone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The scariest of all yeah, exactly. yeah. the full blown Italian accent on this guy. Vio Scarabini. I would 
contemplate while everyone else is going that it did not just like rip them out of my hands when it clearly could have. The bag. It lifted me. It yes. could have just taken yes. it. Yes. But it didn't. It wants you to do it. Um, so I'll admit. So I'll admit. <laughs> 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 we do not kneel! <laughs> um. But we do run. <laughs> so I would know for the for the entirety of my journey in Oshwamp that any time I had experienced like very strange things like the arm that we found in the burned out house, the hole in the ground with the symbols on it. Yeah, that made sense. Um Whatever, yeah, it did. It did. But Someone what? was carved into a ritual sacrifice yeah. there. But whenever stuff like that had happened, um, yeah, what had happened as it, does. Uh, as it do here, what had happened was Malo was following me, or Malo would turn up. Yes, in those instances, uh-huh. I would fully understanding that I do not have the ability for telepathic communication. Mm-hmm. Would it? But knowing that this is an extension of the god that gives me powers, mm-hmm. would attempt to pray to Malo to come get this bag of Nesgrim's ashes. Malo, come get your sack. <laughs> I and just kind of hold it along. <laughs> fly in front of me and take it. Okay. <laughs> if she's not here, that is totally okay. It I'm is not just saying a, she's not sure, here. Sure, absolutely. Or won't do it. That's just... Mama's always nearby. Uh, I am the knight. And I would just kind of... I would pray to... Milo to like ferry him away. Yeah, no. Once again, I am fine with. I, I, I think divine intervention as a horseshit skill being locked behind level ten because it's dumb. It's yeah. just something that should be there for the narrative sake. Um, yeah, you're level seven. Roll a d100. Don, seven would you like it? <laughs> I gotta use the eat their dice. All right, seven or below. Sixty-six. I just want it. <laughs> so, it was so close nice. to being nice, but it's Ted. <laughs> what would be your thought in your prayer? Genuinely. You said just please come take him away. Like come collect the sack. <laughs> well, it, it, it's more just I have seen we've seen in the in the the visions where the ravens grab the threads mm-hmm. and bring them to bring those souls to new bodies to allow them to live again mm-hmm. here's your here's your body of water please take him say you are held here aloft in this creature's hand pulled ever so slightly by the bear and you beg in your mind for Milo to arrive and to ferry away Nazgrim to keep him safe and you hear nothing in the distance no fluttering of wings nothing is coming to save you okay anything else on your turn I would just say to it again um in six seconds, sure. I would say Absolutely. just the six seconds would okay. be your thoughts. Sure. Uh, then, I, yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do anything else. That is my six seconds. 
All right, we go back to Chell. It's a I blizzard mean, in my skin. I feel like my face is covered, so I probably don't have to like really hide my facial expressions. Um, mm-hmm. But the group of people in front of me have done a lot to save me, so in as stoic of a voice as I can muster, as loud as I possibly can, I'll ask, what is your price? You may also make a persuasion check. Trying to buy the holy man? (laughs) Uh Uh-oh. $10. Listen, the plane's really hard to get to. They don't let you leave once you're there. <laughs> 50 bucks in like Amazon. You cards. fuck. That's right. Well, you're not going to believe this, but I do need Arthur bucks. <laughs> well. <laughs> so that's an eight. Okay. <laughs> I have Arthur bucks. You flash him and American dollar. Silver dollar behind my ear. Like, <laughs> out of ten, George Washington said, "You got to be crisp, crisp bacon." Yeah, I would say that you would step out further and look at this creature as it holds ether aloft, and you would say, "In common." What's your price? And it would once again take its eyes off of Ethier's eyes and look at the bag in Ethier's hands. The bag. And it would say it in common. Do you want me to say something back? Yeah, I would say within the six seconds that wasn't that long of a thing that you asked. Everything has a price. I'll roll again if you want me to. Everything has a price. I will say no to that thought. That it just stares blankly at the bag in Ether's hands. Would you do anything else on your turn? We jump to Paul. Well, I mean, I would probably fly an additional 10 up, so I'm 30 off the ground, and then over it. So, like, about sure. 20, so that's most of my movement. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then into Ether's mind, so I can see him with my peepers, say, surrender the bag or fight. We have to make a choice. Kind of see me ready myself to, mm-hmm. I don't know, fucking... <laughs> <laughs> From above. So wait, you fly up in the air and do, like, the Doctor Strange thing with your hands? <laughs> yeah, I do one. I, I just... I just <laughs> one. Forced, would you keep running? Um, so Ether's being held up. Uh, is, is he bear pulling above the voice. dude, or is he? He's like he is face to face with level. the guy. Face okay. to face with the guy. Um, and he's 
kind of got the bag down next to his side. He like held it up Ether, a little bit. Ether, where would you be holding the bag? I would have held it out to the side slightly. So Mala could take it. Yeah. Yep. So right here. So about how within reach for a normal height person. Just like I know the dude that's holding him is taller than we are by a margin. It'd be a very short, like, jump. Like, he's, you know, this thing is eight and a half feet tall, so it is holding him aloft around here. I don't know exactly how uh, how tall Yalumlo is. He's not holding it down at his side. It would be up around here, so around his shoulder height, as Ethier has gestured. So, a little above eight feet in the air. About six foot four. Cool, then yeah. Um, yeah, I guess I'd step forward... Uh, it's like a regular sack. Like, is yep. it a sizable? Yeah. yeah it's yep. a small burlap sack. It's average. Yeah. Like, uh, mm-hmm. um, it's average. Yeah, I guess I'd, I'd walk up um, and, like, put a hand around it and bring the sword up to just, like, cut the top off of it to just. To remove it from Ethier's hand. To remove it from Ethier's hand. And as I'm reaching up to cut it, Mm-hmm. Uh, into this thing's mind. Um, it looks like you used to sit on a council once. The man you hold is a somewhat of a judge in his own right. I think all he was hoping to do was pass his own judgment. And I'm going to attempt to remove it from Ethier's hand. Uh, if, if I can cut through it in an yeah. action, then I would hold it up toward him. Mm-hmm. As I finish that statement. Yeah. Absolutely. I would say that you would be sufficiently deft of, deft of hand to be able to do it. And hold it cinched where you're cutting so this way none of the contents spill out. You would feel the weight of the bag. Leave your hand. And you would offer it to this thing. Yeah. It would, still holding Ethier aloft, reach out with its other hand and open its palm for you to drop it in. Yeah. And if you'd permit it, mm-hmm. as I pass it off, I'd say, have mercy. It would reiterate once again in common, I am mercy. And it would retract its hand back to its side. And then it would come to me. I'd put you down. It would look at the contents of its bag, and then it would begin to walk into the shrine. Vesera, walking towards the basin. Is all the dust on the ground? Like, 95, like, again, in six seconds, I'm not going to say that, like, all of the ash that constituted a human being would have been very cleanly collected, but, like, the vast majority of it, yes, would. There, but there would definitively be some left on the ground here. Um. I'm 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 gonna roll around in the in the dust. This thing is walking away, right? Yes, it's walking into the shrine. <laughs> <towards> <laughs> the like a dog. 
Like, like a dirt bath. <laughs> like, like a chinchilla. Uh, D20 and let me know odd or even. Like if this thing is walking. <laughs> it's, probably, it's probably odd again. 19 odd. <laughs> you rolled 19. There's <laughs> actually every time for it. No, I think one of the times it was like 11. 11? Yeah, because okay. I rolled 9 and then 11. 9 11. That's why I pointed that's, out. That's I rolled 9 yeah. 1 1. Yep. And yeah. then Nesgrim. Oh. <laughs> so you roll around in Nesgrim's ashes? Yeah, just not. I would like to be subtle about it. I don't want to just like. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I mean, did. Uh, we got a dime. <laughs> There's an angel walking with Nesgrim's ashes into the basin inside of the terrifying shrine. Oh, whoa. Angel is in the eye of the beholder. <laughs> guy's a demon. <laughs> That's what he said. Pull the beholder out of the ground again. <laughs> I was going to say, he's holding the angel. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's just his ashes. You have an uh, atta- attack of opportunity, though? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anybody? Yes. Understood. Kiss. I mean... Ether fully understanding that he physically has seven strength and could not possibly stop this thing from walking. Yes. Um, if you'll allow me, as it walks away to just touch the bag and cast light on it because it's currently further away from me but just in kind of a doing it beforehand yeah yeah i can't light a candle Mm, i know i would let you cast light on the back okay would you do anything else I think I would just follow behind it. A few steps behind? Okay. We go chill. I had, like, stepped out, like, maybe ten feet. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a sick man. Look at the fog machine. cranked up. Uh... It's foggy in there. Not anymore. It has walked into the shrine towards the basin. Ether is now following it behind. Oh, come on! <laughs> I'm following Ether. Okay. Um. And. We'll. Do something if it becomes hostile. I'm trying to figure out what. Mm. Yeah, I grab my dagger with the frost diamonds on it. Just hold it ready in case it does something. Okay. Got my prison check. <laughs> Stop it! <laughs> okay. <laughs> I can't. I can't. <laughs> I don't want to. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I would first into your mind say, Vorst, leave a light on the outside of the barrier. So, like, there was this, this plaza's cut off. There's a, like a three foot wall. I'm asking you to leave a light on the outside, just for clarification. 
So light outside. So like just before I move on to the next layer, he's saying no. You get outside of there, the to the good there place. Was the plaza oh, that outside oh, the plaza. Okay, okay. Yeah, outside yeah, yeah. of the chaos magic. Okay, <clears throat> outside chaos zone. Got yeah. it. And then I would fly down probably to this door and stay about five feet in the air to look, look what's in. going on. Okay. Probably yeah. Do where I, I am. Yeah. <laughs> Telling Vorst to Motel Six you. You live yeah, the light yeah I, you know like we'll see because you're making Vorst such a consumer it's awful <laughs> you go to Vorst continue to run continue to run so you get what 9d now because you had because you can dash as your action yeah dash dash. dash yeah okay it's like shoots and ladders Uh, you said it's me, yeah. Yes. Um, yeah, I guess I'd I'd turn um, and I'd speak into Ethier's mind and establish a connection for him to speak back with my action. I asked for mercy. He says that he is. I don't know if he'll speak, but Nesgrim sacrificed himself for a reason. Just be careful. And I would stand at the door and just look into the room. Don, can you roll me a d20? Come on, Don. 19. Roll 19. No. Six. Boo. Oh, boy. I don't know if this is bad. Hold on. No, I don't like it. He's had a change of heart. Maybe. He wants to join the team. He's, He's our new member. Wants <laughs> to join the team? <laughs> he can carry all of us. The moon everywhere. is rising. As you follow behind him, you would see that in the uh, the areas where his his wings had become white, they would from the sides moving inward, darken. His hair going from a white back to a black. You're in the shrine, you're in the shrine, outside shrine, outside, outside shrine, outside <laughs> shrine <laughs> running. Boogieing on down the stairs. Oh, everybody but Don and Sean, please leave for a moment. <laughs> Good luck. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. It's fine. Gonna have a new party member soon. The darkness creeps in from the edges of its wings. You would feel in the same way that when you stand outside and you can feel the wind pick up on the ground around you, a vortex of darkness. As you are standing in here, especially for you who would have just crossed the liminal threshold of the shrine's entryway, all around you you would feel these swift moving wings winds around your back enveloping the inside of the shrine at the doorway blocking it with darkness 
Two of you would stand in here effectively alone with this thing. And it would step into the basin. It would hold out Nesgrim's ashes as it walks down to the bottom of the basin itself. It would look. Now, an item had been broken in here recently. A diamond that was thrown. It would turn the bag over and dump Nesgrim's ashes out onto the floor of the basin here at its feet. And then throw the bag outside of the basin. Let it land, flutter to the ground right outside. And then it would kneel amidst the ashes. And we would go to dawn. So, your turn would be occurring as it's dumped yeah. and beginning to kneel. May I light a candle and sprinkle herb? As it's kneeling, it would simply mutter in common to respond to you. No. It would kneel amidst the ashes as you've said this. Still saying that this is within the space of your turn. I would kneel outside of the basin. Looking in? Yeah. Okay. Would you do anything else? I would pull out the small fragment of skull from the statue. Will you trade my friend's soul for the soul of the one in the statue? The betrayer. you're not lying it as it kneels adjacent to the ashes almost effectively within them you can see that it's one hand was moving down to the ashes right before it you say the soul of the betrayer and it would look over its shoulder in your direction as you are kneeling holding aloft this piece of bone say the soul of the betrayer and it would look at you and it would for the first time display genuine visceral mode of reaction mm -hmm. you do not have his soul I am a wanderer 
I can find things with pieces of people. Make a persuasion check, Don. Come on, 19. <laughs> 21. 19 on the dot. Was it really? <laughs> I keep rolling a 19. Good. It's amazing. <sighs> it would halt its movements, maintain eye contact with you, and simply say, bring me to him. Okay. It would stand up. Did you do anything during this time frame? hand underneath your shoulder and just I hope you know what you're doing. Yeah, you would step up to be just directly behind Ethier and place a hand down on his shoulder. She says, I hope you know what you're doing. This is what I was born to do. And I would pull the brazier out of my bag. Okay. And I would put it down. Mm-hmm. And I would uh, draw the protective circle on the ground. Mm-hmm. Um... Uh, using the mixture of salt and ash, um, I would light, I would draw the circles for the individual seating spots, I would light the candles, mm-hmm. I would put the fragment of the skull into the brazier, mm-hmm. I would draw the protective symbols on myself, mm-hmm. and I would sit, I would point at the other larger circle that I've drawn. Yeah, for it. Sit. Yeah, it would step over, and it would kneel within and look at you. Did you draw a circle for her? That's me, the DM, asking you, yeah. not the creature asking you. Yeah. This is your choice. I do not know what will happen. But I have done this before. I trust you. I would draw a circle for Thariel, then. Alright. Would you stand within his circle? Alright. I would also draw the protective symbols on her. Okay. Uh, and I would light the brazier. Wow. What a truly magnificent turn things take. Well. With where we are with where we're going. You would feel a chill down your spine as you light, go to light the brazier. Make an insight check. Sixteen. Where you hear a distant voice as you go to light the brazier. It just feels like, you know, that sensation when you could have sworn someone called your name? Ethier. 
I would look around to try to find the source. Doesn't look like there's anything here. It kneels, staring. It looks at the brazier at the piece of bone. What are you waiting for? I heard something call my name. There is nothing here. I am sure of it. I'll insight check the thing. Sure. Thirteen. Oh dear! (laughs) In the same way that it has responded each and every time to you, stoically affirmed, certain. It feels as though that certainty washes over you that this thing's picked this place clean. There's nothing here. I would pull additional um, protective herbs, herbs that I had seen Adrian use in his wandering, out and add them into the brazier. Okay. And I would light it. All right. Now, when we've spirit walked in the game before, I describe it as a vacant, vacuous space, almost infinite darkness. Same thing you see commonly in film or in television where a character that has projected themselves beyond their own physical form, their spiritual nature, a plane of emptiness, vacant void. Like Stranger Things, kind of. Yeah, when Eleven goes in between. That's not where you go this time. You feel yourself pulled, lurched at your core. A sinking feeling in your gut as your legs become heavier, like you're affixed to the ground. The surrounding area for you does not change. Not at first. At least not at to your notice. But suddenly the walls feel full again. The mosaics around you depicting people you've never seen before. You can't see them in their wholeness as your vision is almost blurred, like if you were to remove your glasses and things would feel distant, foggy. But you know that they're close. Feel senseless. You hear a different voice. One that feels as though it echoes within the room and fills it. The figure adjacent to you that kneels within his circle begins to stand as this voice echoes through the room. It yells simply the words, I WILL NOT KILL MY DAUGHTER! And this figure stands and goes to step out of its circle. 
either of you two move? No. Do I feel anchored to the spot? When I say anchored, I don't mean physically. I mean in that notion of when you experience an intense anxiety and your body almost locks up, comparable to like sleep paralysis. Would I say that you could fight through it? Yes. Trust my instinct. I'm going anywhere. (laughs) You watch as this massive hulking figure steps out of the circle. Becomes blurry to you when you had seen him illuminated by the peripheral candles. You could see him clearly, but it's as though he steps into a haze, into a fog. All that you see of him now is the shining edges of the blackness of his wings. The world around you feels silent. Visions of your surroundings feel as though they as well grow foggier and foggier, darkening, going from a light morning fog to a great overcast dark gray, as though clouds are pulling in around you. It would sound distant. You would begin to hear screaming. Not just one voice. The rising scream of a chorus of people. Men, women, children. Sporadic. And then you would hear that same voice from this angel that you have delivered. Echoing in the deep. I am mercy! Kneel! I would attempt to dismiss the uh, ritual. How would you attempt to dismiss it? Uh, I would assume normally I would kind of close my eyes and follow the candlelight back to my body. Which would pull everyone with me. Okay. He's not in the circle. I know. You go to move. Looks like you can. I'm going to ask you to make a wisdom saving throw. Seventeen on the die plus eight. Feels like you're shaking, like you're shuddering. Sounds of people screaming, jarring. A chill now all over your skin. You can feel the hairs on the back of your arms rise. It's almost too hard to stand. Your instinct is to crawl back towards the brazier, towards the light. You begin to move. You see Ethier crawling on the ground towards the candlelight. I want to, like, peer down at myself because I've never yeah. done this before. Mm-hmm. You would look to yourself. Strange. At first. 
You wouldn't be wearing your sisterly garb. You feel young. Younger. In fact, it feels like you're smaller. Not a child. But younger. I just... Yeah. Feel your face. Familiar chill. Somehow warmer. Not the same chill sensation you have now ever since you've been turned. cold. You see your breath before you. There's no sensation of a chill in the air. Fog just roils out from around you, from within you. And when I look around the room, I also only see blurred images, correct? Yeah, these hazy images. Do I still have the diamond dagger in my hand? You are not transported with any of your items, so no. Okay. How does Ethier look to me? Ethier, while he is still within his magic circle, would look familiar. He would look same age. No real crazy change to Ethier. But still looks like Ethier. Still looks like Ethier. Watching him crawl, I would call out to him. Just, Ethier? I would look back. You would see Thariel standing in her circle. A young girl. Maybe only 15, 16 years old. Shorter. Without her sisterly garb. She would seem like she is standing in a pretty little dress. Bright blue eyes shining. Blonde hair. I would uh, force myself into like a, a kneeling position mm -hmm. and just kind of beckon my hands towards her. Come on. in the distance continues. This way, towards the light. Yeah, I would start to make my way over to the brazier. Yeah. You would hear the rising of the chorus of voices as they scream and shriek in the distance. You would hear once again that angel's voice yelling. You will suffer no more! Yes. As I'm making my way towards Ethier, I mm -hmm. want to look out where the doors are. Mm -hmm. Does it look like we're in a cave? Or does it look like sunlight? Oh, it looks still dark at the doorway where you had come in. Would you take Ethier's hands? Yeah, I went into this trusting him. I would take his hands. Somewhere. I would take her hands mm -hmm. and forcefully walk back towards the light. Mm -hmm. 
distance as the screams begin to die down, fewer and fewer, until it's quiet, and you would hear heavy footsteps. And walking back towards you, you would see this angelic figure standing covered in soot and ash, adorning his face, his chin, staining the front of his armor, his hands, wrists, his bracers. He would stop and stand above you right before you reached the bracer. He would look down at you. Where are you going? To return. We're not done here. Let her return. She is not the guide. Look in her direction. No. I am Mercy. And now I see her for what she is. Do you fear judgment, child? Not from the merciless. Do you think I am without mercy? I think you might once know how to judge and have become clouded in your judgment. What say you? Am I merciful? That is not for me to judge. I am no god. You said everything has a price. You're right. I paid mine with the lives of others. There was no price paid. You've stained your own soul with the blood of others. Who judges you? My people judge me. They judge me righteous. As you place your faith in your friend, so too did my people place their faith in me. I've showed them the way. I brought them home. I gave them peace. You gave them an ending that is not the same as peace. You have no people, and yet you still search to take from those around you. You are not mercy, you are merciless. Forgive me. There are times when people do not understand what it means to speak out of turn in a world that is not theirs. 
Let's see that he lifts his leg. And stomps onto the brazier. If you would try to reach, I would let you make a dexterity saving throw. I would try to reach. Mm-hmm. We need to re-roll. Okay. <laughs> Quick God attention. I am cocked. Ten. Ten. Oh my <laughs> god! I literally don't want to say. Oh my god, I'm fucking cocked again. Sixteen. Natural one. Oh god. See shining. As his paint booth steps. Elevates quickly above the brazier and stomps down onto it, his foot shattering the stone composition. The smoke within, wafting around the edges of the sole of his boot, the herbs and blood and bone crash and spill out onto this dark floor here. Am I merciless now? You know nothing. Of pain or suffering. You know nothing of eternity. You know nothing of damnation. You know nothing of pain or loss. I sent them home. As do I. But only when they're gone. You think I killed them? You think I am so cruel, twisted, slaughter my people? No, you don't understand. Corrupted souls must be cleansed. I am mercy. You say I've stained my soul, I have with the weight of every single one of them that I have purged of their wickedness, that they might be reborn. Good. Without the weight of their souls. But where are they? Home. You are not meant to be here. This world is unfit for the living. You're right. But my friend, Nesgrim, Thariel, and I, we have work still to do to save as many people as we can. Can't save any of them. I've heard that before. Unfortunately, it's true. 
You say you sent them. To where? Across. Across what? A boundary. How do you know what lay on the other side of this boundary is mercy? Because those that I care about that I've sent have said it feels like going home. That they felt warmth again. That they felt peace. We are not that different. I simply waited until they were gone. You did what you thought was right. It was. And it may have been. Have you ever watched people rip others apart? Yes. With their bare hands? Yes. I don't understand Imperia. I do not. But I know that what I do helps people that are trapped. Go. Go. You are not beholden here. But I warn you. Sometimes, mercy comes with a price. You said it has one. I know. As do I. And I would pull my shirt up and show him the hole in my torso. It would absolutely stare at it for but a moment. What did you call yourself? A wanderer. A revia. You're not. You're a diabolist. Maybe so. He would lean forward towards you and unhinge his breastplate and pull it down to where it is angled as though when it is strapped at the bottom of his his waist you would see it flop down over his knees and you would see his skin is almost like how when DJ gets like blacked out ink yeah that you could see so like again when I had described it before that there were spots in his armor that still had words written on them but over his hands it started to look like it was getting blacked out. It would be that over all of the area of his chest, his abdomen, around his rib cage, wrapping around his back, just like your skin. Avoid. You said that his skin was covered in celestial writing. Mm-hmm. Sigils, yes. Are they names? No. I was given a command and I carried it out. A command by who? Who do you serve? No one. Not anymore. 
What was your command? To cleanse the city. I did. Very last one. They were going to free him. So he could free her. The Elder Christoch. Yes. Who was he going to free? His daughter. What is her name? What is her title? If you do not wish to speak it. I have left the fear of names behind. I have left the fear of titles behind. But you can't know her name, nor her title. You do not know yet who still might follow her. Your friend said he came here. Did he tell you why? Which friend? The one that wanted to be bled dry in the fountain where she rests. He had to die. Yes. Why? Lest he set her free. That she may wreak havoc again. Lest her sword stain the souls of everyone she cut. Turning them into monsters in the flesh. Monsters that I then had to purge. They weren't people anymore. You had to take away her ammunition. No, I killed her, and I cut off her fucking head. It was right to do. And then her father sicked her sycophants on me. And I purged every last fucking one of them. Now I say to you both again, go. You are not beholden here. Imperia is my tomb, not yours. And I will make sure no one ever unseats me. Can my friend be reborn now that he has been cleansed? That was the purpose. I am merciful. Thank you. It's been thousands of years since I've heard those words. People often misunderstand those that do strange work. You would just solemnly nod, and then you would see. Again, his wings are dark. He would ascend roughly 10 to 15 feet above both of you, and his, fing his wings would once again turn white. His hair would turn white. And he would curl up into a ball in the fetal position in the sky and envelop himself with his wings. And then hover slowly down before you. Again, he is a very tall figure. But he would radiate out with moonlight. <laughs> 
Thank you. And I would reach out and touch. Yeah. Place your hand upon him. And obviously gesture her hand to the same as I... That's up to you. I would pull your hand towards him. Whether or not you do that, <laughs> Get that's fine. Get the fuck out of here! I would glance at the three seats in the throne room before uh-huh. doing so. Yeah. How do they appear? Again, they were stone in construction authentically. They would appear the same as they do in contemporary time. Less damage, but again, through foggy vision, would be hard to discern. But they're not, like, gilded or adorned with anything. They have always been stone. They were meant to be meager. The doorways. Mm-hmm. Still dark. Are there doors on the doorways? No. Okay. They are still just carved out open stone arches. thresholds. Yes, arches. I'd mutter, thank you. You mutter, thank you, and place your hand upon him. Do the job without the the search of gratitude. Two would place your hands upon him. For you two, only a few seconds would have passed. Push it. You guys look happy. Well, you guys were both still at the table, so yeah, neither dead, of you were so disintegrated. Uh, mm-hmm. so, no, probably. I don't know. What am I, Elf I see? You would see as his wings turn to darkness, the thresholds of the room would be blanketed in darkness. How many, uh, how many, uh, uh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) A few seconds would pass, and then, like a vortex swirling of dark black wind, it would dissipate and move away. And you guys would once again see this figure standing inside of the basin. Aether and Thoriel both kneeling outside of it, Aether with his razor out, and you would see this figure turn to you as it scoops the ashes towards the center places its hand over them and then traces something with one finger into the center of it and it would look around and trace around the basin with the ash stand there for about a moment and you would see as he snaps his fingers, the ashes inlaid in the circle around the basin, in the grooves of the pool, you would see all those ashes spark and ignite, and then quickly dissipate. His area would be filled with a very clean, white-looking smoke that he would inhale, and then kneel down over the ashes. you've ever seen uh, when they've made a new papal selection the white smoke <laughs> when a new pope has been selected oh, a new boy, a new boy. 
breathes them over the ashes. You would see that as the white smoke encompasses them, it looks as though they looks as though they become compact. Like they harden. You would step outside of the basin. Take him and go. Thank you. Thank you. Do not come back here. You do. I will not be merciful next time. Reach down and take the little Nesgrim cocaine block. (laughs) (laughs) I got a brick in this, bro. TNTF. <laughs> Once you touch it, it would feel um, so in the same way in which um, stones have that very powdery, grainy texture on the outside, it would feel like it is just a brick of, yeah, like a fucking grayish white stone now, but like yay big. Sure. You know, where it's like slightly hardened. Yeah, crack rock, dude. It's a bouillon cube of Chris yeah, Rock. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's Chris Rock. <laughs> Luna said, died as he lived, bricked up. <laughs> oh, 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 that's golden. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> it would walk past you guys the passageway and stand out on the upper level of the ziggurat. And it would turn. Look back at all of you. Your friend paid a debt long owed. commend his bravery. He was an honorable warrior. I hope you're able to bring him back. But you must leave Imperia. Understood. There is a circle of teleportation at the bottom level. Select your friends. It will take you to the outskirts of the city. Some of them cannot enter. Under what? This temple, this place. They cannot enter the grounds. Well, then they're fucked, aren't they? We have to walk. But we will leave. And walk quickly. Farewell. Thank you. Yeah, it would. Take flight. Fly the fuck away. Where does it go? Like, what? Yeah. what's. Because the ceiling's not that 
high off the, mm-hmm. the roof of the... Yeah, no, it would hover like the 15 feet, so uh, approximately the height of the shrine itself. And then it would fly... Honestly, it's going to fly westerly because it was told some things. And it's going to go, look! The direction that we're going? No, oh, the, the, way we came, the way we came. The way we came. towards yonder fountain. Right they can't uh-huh. get in the... Since when? I think right, they, they can. Couldn't go you have no idea about that. Yeah, oh, what are you talking about? Yeah, I, I don't think could. they tried. They just didn't come with. I, th- okay. I thought we had I a conversation they had about tried. that, but yeah, maybe yeah, they yeah. Go check out the ziggurat, kids. Okay, have I fun. might be misremembering. I thought that they physically couldn't. No, okay. they physically couldn't get We've in, period. Oh, okay, <laughs> okay, okay. Sure, sure, sure. Mm-hmm. Well, we should move quickly now that we don't have Neskrim to... Okay. <laughs> just down there waving a torch. <laughs> yeah, you would see the angel just fly west overhead. Mm-hmm. West like air traffic control. Back toward the entrance that we came in. Correct. I would attempt to port us all to Nesgrim, or not Nesgrim, Forest, since <laughs> I can see him. Try and pick up Nesgrim's belongings yeah. as a as a bear. <laughs> well, it, <laughs> just like throw everything onto my. You got a little bear rucksack. Yeah. You're a little hobo bear. <laughs> yeah, you collect his Putting things. on the armor. I'm a human. Yeah, you got his armor, you got his weapons, you got his shoes. You need like a, like a saddle. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. You guys are standing here and you get ported back and, you know, Morris is... Yeah, I try to teleport. Yeah, Once you, everybody's ready, I yeah, teleport you, everybody that, to Vorst. Yeah, you can go six people, correct? Uh, Yes, yeah, six additional. Yeah, so you can carry everybody and yeah. Yeah, because he, he, yeah, he anchored here, so everybody would appear. Um, oh, it wasn't the anchor. Oh, it's just the visual yes. port. Okay. Yeah, if you would permit him being far away in the darkness, I can see the yes. light. Therefore, oh, I can that. see the point. Yes. And mm-hmm. knowing that nothing's around, put us all like five feet in the air so nobody clips in anything. Sure. <laughs> yeah, no, that's totally works. No clipping? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't want to get shunted <laughs> into something. <laughs> I'm in the wall, help! <laughs> mm-hmm. The blink dogs would try to follow. <laughs> they can, uh, They can teleport up to 40 feet. They start running. Yeah, they can also... <laughs> they're blink dogs, so they yes. can run, blink. <laughs> they're going. Yeah. They're going fast. I'm sure it'll be kind of... It's going to be a moat. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm in it now. <laughs> <laughs> you, they can just be running. Roughly 30 seconds later, the dogs arrive. <laughs> 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 that eight blink dogs? <laughs> <laughs> I like I like the thought of you growling at like the way you said that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Y'all are chilling here outside of Plaza. Jesus fucking Christ! Put the torch out. There's a teleportation circle at the base of this temple that will port us to the outskirts of the city. We are to leave and not return. Like ever. Like ever. Yes. I take it you didn't bring him back. <laughs> I got this souvenir. <laughs> That's a rock. It is his ashes compacted and cleansed. Cleansed of what? The wickedness in his soul. He had the horrifying skeletal wings and the strange shadows that appeared when he cried. Well, like, what do we do with that? P- put him in the box? It's the Osterer box. Oh, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Let's perhaps figure that out after we get out of this. We brought you back and you were split into a multitude of pieces. Perhaps this is a... There is something we can do with this. So you didn't send him on? No. 
As Corrin said before he died, the secret is in the ashes. Okay. This is all of him. I'm gonna look at Baratora with all of his stuff in a bag. His shield. It's on my back. So. She doesn't have hands. <laughs> I'm a bear. Gonna go ahead. Literally just taken everything and thrown it over my shoulders. Brand new, never used. Used car salesman? He couldn't stand to use a buffing. If we're going to go, we should <laughs> gather the children and go. Yes. I'm gonna sling his shield over my back. Mm-hmm. The children should be hiding nearby. Yeah. Let's go get them. Uh, I would walk in, in kind of in the center of the street, mm-hmm. assuming they're in the surrounding houses. Yep, that was what was instructed yep. to them. They're in hiding. Yes. Iris, it is safe. You would hear just a, a, a sheepish voice just yell, What's the password? Snow. Greed is good. <laughs> you would get a collect yeah. call. <laughs> Do you accept the charges? <laughs> Hello. It's safe. Yes, the password is snow. We oh, have... all right. Couldn't hear you. You're a little far away. Yes, I understand. Um, okay. Everything is, well, mostly all right. <laughs> That's great. There is a portal at the base of the temple to teleport us to the outskirts of the city. Oh, did you find it? We were told. Oh. By a guardian. Well, that's great. <laughs> yes. Okay. This is Ethier? This is Ethier. All right. Well, well, collect the children and we'll be over in a few moments. Thank you. Nesgrim is dead. You get another phone call and you just hear the word figured. Don't you fucking hang up on me. He has to, he has to say it out loud, right? So you speak it? Yeah. <laughs> called me. <laughs> really? You had to say it like that? It's very cavalier. I'm only hanging up phone conversations. Just, that just way. Thanks, dead. Thank you. Thank you. Good day. Nesgrim's dead. Nesgrim's dead. Eat shit. I will shit. explain more when they arrive. I did not wish to drive up. I did not use every minute. Minutes. She has unlimited minutes. She already told me this. Did she not tell you this? Her phone plan's no. real good. It's, it's incredible. She did not tell me this. Uh, yeah, like four minutes would go by and they, the guild would collect themselves and the children and they'd, you know, make their way over with the little, little wagons and all those little kids. unlimited minutes. <laughs> just look over at your direction as y'all are standing outside in the street. Everybody walk up. Everybody? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Everybody's here. No magic beyond these walls. Sorry? No magic for them. Beyond these walls. What? I don't want to risk anything. It's a bit chaotic. Yes. Alright. Let's get moving before any other friends wish to join us. Do you have other friends? Not no. in these parts of town, no. Oh. Well, that was rude. What were you implying? No, I. I nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I just didn't think you were. the type. To have friends? Well, I mean, to know other people, you were underground for several years, and then in prison, I didn't think you would have made many friends in prison. Oh, but I knew people. We need to get going. <laughs> <laughs> While it's still serene, I'm going to recast flight on myself. Woo, yep. three. Mm-hmm. 
Let's go. Sure. Let's get out of here. You don't look like the type. <laughs> you don't look like you have friends. <laughs> you? Friends? friends. No. Put in my mouth. I have friends. I'm fun. Uh, arguably, all the friends she made were in prison. Mm-hmm. True. My prison friends. <laughs> prison friends. That's where I met Sabrina. Yeah. That's where you met us. <laughs> Great friends. Yeah. Actually. It's like high school. Would, uh, walk through the plaza, and, you know, little, little Bran and little Grimdar would definitely be looking at all the suits of armor <laughs> and just. <laughs> yeah, Bran definitely looks pretty fucking startled, and Grimdar's just like shiny. Would I be able to carry Bran from like the back of his shirt, like a mother cat carries yeah. a kitten? Mm-hmm. Would I do that? No. Yeah. Oh, now my hands are free. That's great. <laughs> I, I want to know how Bran feels about bears, Paul. Mm-hmm. Doesn't like him. Actively <laughs> afraid. He should actively be afraid of a Torah. Hundred percent pees a little bit. Grimdar, why'd you pee my pants? <laughs> Sorry. Coward shit my pants. God damn it. <laughs> but you said he looks shocked or like yeah. upset. Other than the bear thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely. There's you know like a lot of lot of things here, and he's he's pretty scared of it. Into his mind, I'll say, well, what's wrong? No bodies. Shake my head no. Oh, that's fucked, man. <laughs> Something to eat them? Those bears. Did and- she eat them? <laughs> oh, God. He pees more. Grimdar's not pissing. Do his mind, I'll say. I think they were incinerated from inside. Oh, that's better. At <laughs> okay. <laughs> Holy shit. Alright, that's good. Yeah, you just see little little Orphanita just like staring at him as she's walking. Just really happy. She's <laughs> living her best life. I have to ask, does Grimdar pick up one of the sundered chest plates and start scraping up it? Not not one of the chest plates. He would he would yeah. be actively moving around and picking up uh the the bracers. Sure. And like Cracking them like crab shells, so he would get the like concave spherical half pipe, and then he would be assembling them over his chest. He's making abs. <laughs> making abs. Making ribs. I'm fit. Oh my god. I've never felt so literal good. washboard. Yeah, genuinely. <laughs> yep. Is Nina's attention getting fixed on like certain things over others? Uh, yes, she would definitively be looking very excited and elated at the spots of the armor that would look as though they are uh, sundered, like broken, where they would be cloven in two. She'd be transfixed by the the damage. Just walking beside her, just, what do you think happened? Mm. I think an angel ripped them apart. I don't think you're too far off, kid. (laughs) (laughs) She's smart. (laughs) Very imaginative. I don't like this one. Do you feel it? In the air. The angel? No. They're souls. Oh, we gotta go. They're angry. Uh. I'll just look at easier. (laughs) Is that what it is? Something bad was left here. In the air. 
Hey, don't use magic here. Be bad. I would look over at Felix. They are probably angry. We will talk outside of the walls. I'll just nod. But Nina? <laughs> no. Okay. Again, it feels it. like you've... Yes, that same sensation of like, you swear someone said your name. Cool, 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 cool. <laughs> <laughs> you done. Nice. You three. Gotta go. Hey, yeah. Fevier. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Is it the same voice? Ah! Pull out silver coins and instinctively kind of start counting them in my hand because the last time I had a voice speak in my head was in Felfar. Oh, in Dwarvish? Are you counting them in Dwarvish? I am counting them in Dwarvish. She's fine. (laughs) 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 Who I think canonically Dwarvish is German. (laughs) 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 Yes. I'm definitely not a six year old that needs to be told there's no monsters under her bed. Yes. We have Nesgrim's. Well, we have Nesgrim's, you know. Ash. Booyah cube of Ash. Yes. Booyah. He's he's not. Right. Right. Uh, That's why we have him. I just lean right? out of Ether's vision and just nod. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he probably is, but the body is bound to the spirit. So we sort of have the body. So he's. Yes. Fine. I well, don't imagine he would be angry. This will not be. Well, he <laughs> could be getting <laughs> soul jumped. This, this, <laughs> this will not be a simple resurrection <laughs> spell. Resurrection <laughs> cannot restore missing body parts. We were only able to do so with Vorst because we physically held his form together. Nesgrim is already dust. I will have to speak with Iris on what can be done for Nesgrim to return his body so that way we can stuff his soul back inside it. What? You don't... This is, this is Nesgrim. Iris. <laughs> oh, I see the resemblance. Okay. Yes. Oh, he's very dead. Yes. You're right. Yes. Okay. But his ashes have been cleansed of corruption. That's wonderful. He yes. can rest in peace. One piece. Well, we would like to try to bring him back. <laughs> I don't know about one piece, too. I'm going to point at the bear. Magical <laughs> task. Yes. I just want to clear <laughs> It's corrupted. Get it off. For a second, I thought she was going to say why. <laughs> um, I fully understand that it would be difficult, but... Oh, I don't... Uh, borderline impossible, Mr. Ethan. For what it's worth, I I probably should be still dead. We've done borderline impossible. Okay. He's kind of good with that sort of thing. One borderline impossible task at a time. Impossible is more like infinity. She should also be like a walking corpse thing. Not you, her. (laughs) I point to her. (laughs) (laughs) We've got a lot of dead That was was also borderline impossible. We'll figure it out. Not implying like a um, like an Arthur thing, right? I I feel like that needs to be put on the table. We're not implying an Arthur thing. In what sense? You're not just gonna put like put his soul into another. I don't want it. Uh, Are you volunteering? No, uh, my vessel is. (laughs) Is, If that's the case, (laughs) if that's the case, I don't want it. Bodies around here, there are none. I'm not ruling that out. (laughs) Preferably. We will restore him through these ashes. 
we make do with what we must. We will see. As Iris says, it is borderline impossible. But we've done that. I would say you and I have just done that. Yeah, yeah. Well, we could always We're craft a construct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. We nope. could. Yeah. You guys would arrive at the Old base of the ziggurat, <laughs> the opening to the left of it. T100. There's the, the closer one. We don't really know where it is. A guy left. <laughs> yeah, for yeah sure. we, we didn't ask which where it's going to port yep. us out. We saw some shit. Listen, <laughs> yeah. man. It was like, eh, there's, a, there's a teleportation circle on the bottom. It'll take you out. We were like, ah, we can't use that. Our friends can't, so we're gonna walk. And he's like, alright, bye. <laughs> so. Could I, could I fly back up? Sir, See if he's wait. around? <laughs> mm. He flew away. Good no, no, very much flew away. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, well, no. To no, be okay. fair, I would not have, I thought in character that we had sure. talked about the fact that they couldn't. I would not have said that cool. if that was not the case. Understand. Downstairs. Down. On the left. Alright. Is what he would have said. Literally, he would have yeah. said, like, to leave, you would take the east passage. Sure. So you would, because again, there's the central stairs, there's a clear right one, and yes. there's a west one. One goes west, one goes east. Yeah, we're going east. Yes, west. we're going yeah. east. Okay, so, sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Very directions. You know. Yeah, we've been like, the right. way out. All right. Yeah, I mean, Iris would be the one who would step <laughs> in, because she's familiar with <laughs> teleportation dead. circles, and you guys don't know anything about them. Whoa! You wouldn't have had any experience with them in Yengemma. They had them in Ulm. Like, your dad would have maybe talked about them, but, like, Yengemma's not going to I mean, teleporting's pretty neat. Yeah, absolutely. You do that shit all the time on the regular. Um, yeah, so, I mean, she would step inside, and there is very clearly, like, a very large, like, 20-ish foot in diameter circle carved into the ground. So, like, again, as you step into the actual ziggurat itself onto what is the, the lowest level, this is uh, not like it's you walk in and it's right there. It's, you know, roughly 60 feet inside. The bottom is not really decorated. It's not, like, adorned with anything. There's nothing on the walls. Uh, this looks like it would have been a, a very large communal area to where in the center you would see that there would be stone benches. But, like, this is a massive, massive area. So, like... You know, the, the benches would clearly be in sets of, like, four. Uh, they'd be roughly 20 feet long. Uh, and go beyond your fucking vision. Um, she would approach the teleportation circle and stop everybody else before entering it at the circle accidentally. She would stand on the edges of it and say, I need to take a moment and figure out the configuration for the sigils. This way we go to the right place and we don't die. I will begin to sketch the teleportation circle. Very good. Yeah. I will continue to hold Bran. <laughs> oh, God. I'm going to try and keep an eye on Grimdust. Mm -hmm. The worst. Yeah, he the would just worst. walk over and look at Iris as she's, you know, observing the sigils, and he would just start tugging at the side of her, you know, pants, and she would just look at What, Grimdust? Rocks in here. Yeah. Go to... Go to... Someone, any, literally anyone. The bear. <laughs> run to the bear. I don't like to run. Walk to the bear. Walk to the bear. Can I start to slowly just pull him away <laughs> yeah, towards yeah. the bear? I'm going. <laughs> <laughs> start playing washboard ads. Slowly drag him to you. Yep. Just. Yeah, you I'll get, just kneel you down so he can look at Brian in the climb face. Climb on my. <laughs> <laughs> 
just climb on my, on my back. <laughs> that, is, that is absolutely... He's going to see that in his dreams. Oh, You're God. You're a bear. I know. Okay. You don't like bears. No. Oh. Save me. How? <laughs> I don't know. Tell it to not be a bear. Okay. Brand's scared of bears. Shrug it. <laughs> I don't shit. speak bear. The bear said, oh. Yeah, but what would pass? And Iris would have completed uh, identifying the sigils and would then beckon everyone forth. Please enter into the big circle. I um, shall take us to the east. Crouch down so that. Grimdark climb on top of my back. I don't speak bear. I, I think you should climb on, Grimdark. You speak bear? Yes. Oh. How? <laughs> I grew up in, in the woods. As a bear? <laughs> no. Uh... My father was a bear. <laughs> and his father was a bear. <laughs> Your, your, your father was? <laughs> Listen, are you part oh my. of bear? <laughs> I, no, bears lives nearby. Oh. Yes. Like friendly bears. Friendly bears. Yes. Not all bears are friendly. Bears are friends. <laughs> <laughs> what have you done? No, Grimdark, no start! Is right at him. Brent starts yelling at him, and he's just not paying attention. He's just full on vibing into the circle. And Iris just shakes her head and beckons everybody in. Uh, last, last. Uh, 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 got it. Yeah, trace down the circle. Get a pretty accurate lift for the I was just trying to make sure two children were accounted for. Mm. But <laughs> my eyes peeled on Nina. Is like this gonna be safe? Safe? Yeah. It's a weird way of saying that. Yes. <laughs> She's <laughs> in her mind. I'll just say you're obviously lying. <laughs> no. <laughs> yes. <laughs> she said that out loud. Yeah. She can't respond. Yeah, she has to say it out loud. <laughs> You sound confident. Very <laughs> confident. Are we gonna like turn into clouds or something? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Probably not. We did that already. Iris, I trust your magical ability implicitly. Thanks, Ethia. This isn't my magic, though. I understand, but your comprehension of it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you are the most equipped out of any of us. To yes, handle this I'm particular a problem. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just kinda I'll just kinda like come on. I'm gonna look at her eyes. Is this an I'm gonna Arthur Hartwood moment? Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna look at Iris eyes. and just be like, come on, just either we're gonna turn inside out or we're not. Yeah, just like it's <laughs> just you would feel yourselves get like sucked into the floor, didn't <laughs> 
where it would feel like you're falling. Like one of those drop things? Yes, it would feel like a roller coaster where you free fall. And then I have to... Tower of Terror. I would have a bit of a panic attack based on the water station that we've shut down. Oh my god. And now I don't lose my state. No, genuinely, like, it's fucked. I was already teleporting. So that was fun. Let's see if we're in the right place. It's quicker. It's quicker that way. We're in the right place. It's good. It's like a Tower of Terror situation. Kind of, yeah. I was very scared. Um, the heartbeat wow. sound when you got in there. Um, you guys would <laughs> find yourself standing uh, on the outside of a gate. Um, you would see that there is a, a small, uh, like effectively rubble, but was once a, a, a stone structure comparable to. Um, no, actually, the one on the other side was destroyed. So. Wouldn't be comparable to anything. There's a there's a little fucking like guardhouse effectively on the outside of this gate. Um, that's where you guys would land inside. It would be effectively just the space of the circle itself. Um, there would be words carved in celestial that we can't read. So oh fuck. Yep. <laughs> I forgot to ask him to. Can yep. Nina read them? I would as we like land, just yeah. fall to my hands and knees <gasps> and, and just like heavily like panting almost yeah. Iris would just lean down and put her hand on your shoulder I'll let go immediately I would turn to all of the children yeah. Th- this is an example of what a bad liar looks like and I'd point to Iris yes lying I was lying we're fine everyone's alive and safe I'm just gonna give her a blank yes. look and Ethier's here Yes, alive and safe. Yes, we yeah, did it. I don't. I'll like go, Bran. Yeah. put him down <laughs> and go over and nudge Ethier. <laughs> are we all in fact here? Yeah, <clears throat> nobody's inside out. Nope, everybody's good. Are you sure? So, are we in a room like the room we just came out of <laughs> that was containing the circle? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, how many exits Still to the room that we're in? Literally one. It is. It is effectively exit. just a hut <laughs> where the circle is contained, and there Hot is stuff. a single thing. Yeah. But this this is their way. We can't speak celestial, but this is the here there be pilgrims type sign of like, if you're specifically looking to go to the ziggurat, this is the building that you stop at. So this way, you don't have to walk through the whole fucking city to get you to the You take the train straight to the church yes, and then you can leave. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pilgrimage was paid here. So they try to make it as uh, expedited as possible. But. Yeah. A little small fucking stone hut. Um, right. Amelia was the Asamara, mm-hmm. right? Yes. I would like kind of like nudge her and point to the sign. Just, do you know what that says? You just look up at the sigils. Oh yes. Um. Strange. I don't get many calls to ever actually have to read celestial. Just feels like a language that speaks to you. Uh. Uh. It what? Feels. It just feels like it speaks to you. Like S- I don't speaking what. Celestial? Is that what that is? Yes, these sigils in the ceiling. Yeah, for a second I thought Nesgrim was just making that up. No, I think he was genuinely reading. We were following his direction. Honorable man, where is Nesgrim? Think of the devil. Easier's pocket. You. He's he's tired and tiny. He's a statue. Uh, kind of. So celestial. Yes. Um, uh, it's it's not me. a language you can necessarily learn. <laughs> not more so feel. You said? Yes. 
<laughs> feel, I think, is the most apropos way to describe it. Um, th- th- this simply says, thank you for your patronage. Please come again. Fuck <laughs> 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 you! Fuck <laughs> 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 you! Now we can get married There's a sign Pet for the stop. gift shop? Yeah! Ten you are team? Could you... Could you... Write down an alphabet? No. It's not like a one-to-one translation. It's the way in which the sigils connect or do not connect. Just start with the basics. She points at it. Well, that one, because of the shape, the connection, and then the space and the distance between the next one, that one says, Wah. And then next to it, Space again, the connections, the curvature, the absence of a dot, L. Welcome. Do you get it? Do we get it? <laughs> Do you need to make an int check? I don't know. I would say you could make some kind of intelligence check for it. It doesn't seem like it's seamless for you to pick this up. Speaking of feelings, yep. how's the magic feel where we're at? Totally fine again. Normal. 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 A ten? Yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> it seems like she's probably not the best teacher. And it's her fault. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> like, sure. could have taught me. It, it's definitely like a again where this feels really complicated. Like, there's a lot of nuances. Like, there's nuance to it again. When she's talking about, like, the space, she also means, like, the thickness between, like, lines. Oh, jeez. Yeah, like, absolutely. Uh, It's like asking a child to explain how English works. Yes. (laughs) Like, I just know it. Mm -hmm. What do you mean? It just doesn't. (laughs) (sighs) Okay. Over time, I could try to help you learn some more. That'd be great. No problem. What did we jokingly say that the sign said? (laughs) No. Oh, uh, thank you for your patronage. Please come again. Can you... Next stop at 10.15. Can you show me... AM or PM? PM. Um, AM. Which part says patronage? Which part says please? Yeah. Uh, She would gesture to like a very long, like squiggly sequence of shapes. That says please. Says patronage. I'm going to try my best to doodle what that looks like. Sure, so at least absolutely. I have like some kind of. So you have like, a celestial yeah. that just says, "Please patronage." <laughs> <laughs> well, like patronage, please. That's, what, that's, that's how we're going to show that guy that we encountered, encountered when we come back. Think of a word to be useful. <laughs> Look, I know we said we'd never come back, but patronage, please. More, like, <laughs> I'm just saying, she's trying to multi. I get it. <laughs> do, you, do you want me to sketch it? I don't know how you with the. I uh, just. <laughs> you don't want a tango and pistola, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> what, the, what does that mean? I have a gun. <laughs> I'll try speaking to the celestials. I have a gun. <laughs> I'll use it. Listen. <laughs> I'll, I'll take it as a yes. <laughs> Thank you for your patronage. Thank you for your patronage. I have a gun. But <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I would assume that you and your. Maybe kind of close. <laughs> that would be it would be a really good comparison <laughs> <guess>. to like. <laughs> sure. I guess I'd like to 
don't die. Poke my head out the opening to this hut-like structure. Yeah. And see where we're at. Yep. If it seems like we ended up near where we came in, or somewhere else. Since we walked through a good portion of the city. Somewhere else. Not familiar. Not familiar. Uh, the ground definitely feels different uh, as you poke your head out. Uh, I will tell you as well that the air feels different down here. Like there's a uh, a moisture to it. Sure. Um, is there any evident, like when we came in, we came in through what was clearly like a front gate. Mm-hmm. And then we, there was like a pretty obvious primary pathway through the city. Mm-hmm. Is there yes. any like evident... Like, yes, there is a matching gate on this side as well. There's a this gate, and we're right. still in the city at the edge, or we're just outside just of Just outside the gate. gate. Now mm-hmm. entering New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. fuck. You're just outside of... Five dollar tall. The gates on this one would be collapsed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, they would be collapsed in, like there would be rubble over them. We're like, you guys probably could have fucking like, climbed up and over it to get out of this side, but this side would have been uh, a problem for leaving. Uh, Iris... Yes. Is there any way that we would ever be able to, like, copy the way this is written down and, like, travel back here? The circle? Yeah. Yes. Does the circle look identical? Wait, like we can? Yeah. That's, that's, why, they're, that's why they're here. <laughs> so, like, if we re- memorize this correctly, we can... Oh, I was going to draw it. Okay. Unless you want to draw it. You're the drawing kind of guy. I'll start drawing it. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, once I have the sigils committed to memory, as long as we go to another teleportation circle, we'll hop right back here. Oh. Why would we? This, this, this place seems awful. <laughs> Just a question about teleportation. Mm-hmm. In general. Mm-hmm. It's, it's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. So wait, you like if you know the sigils, you can go anywhere. Usually, the port, the teleportation circles need to be connected. So we could take this one back to the inside, or the inside back to here. But if we drew our own and like copied it down, we would have to connect this circle to that circle. So you could theoretically piggyback it. Like a piggyback. You know, like. <laughs> Like a concourse, you take this line to that one, and then you cross over. And scoop you go up to that one. I'll scoop up whatever well, child's next to me and throw him on my back. Yo, know, like piggyback. You're carrying a child. Yeah. To, to, to teleport from anywhere to here. To here. Yes. Yes. If we constructed a circle somewhere else and connected it here, yes. You, you keep saying connected, but how? Magically. But theoretically, if we draw one of those circles wherever we are. Yes. Anything here could... Yes. Oh. If it knew the right sigils. Yes. Well, if they matched, right? Well, they don't need to match. The person who is using the circle needs to know the sigils where they're going, as well as the ones from where they're coming oh, from. Oh, so it is location. Do the sigils it's like a train stop. mean <laughs> anything? <laughs> oh, yes. Magically, yes. It would serve as an identifying cursor. That's why there's so many. And if she would gesture, it would look like, again, for a circle this size, it's like 250 characters. Oh, my God. Yeah, so it's like uh, nothing else is going to have this string of sigils. Almost like it's describing this place. Yes. 
Big bad. Magical sense. Didn't you get one number longer? <laughs> that's not what it says. One eight hundred Irish, please. It says big good. Mm-hmm. Yes. Cross a straw. And how do we get here? Magical IP address. What? Yeah, yes. Genuinely, it is yeah. a magical IP address. Yeah. What are you doing in my castle? <laughs> back to their network. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Time to number. use the magical VPN <laughs> <laughs> so they can't trace back to our portal. Uh-huh. Speaking of which, we're sponsored by NordVPN. Unless. But what if? Yeah, I mean, you guys are standing here and hearing this, uh, and you poked your head outside. Uh, you hear in the distance, uh, again, so in, in terms of the description of the environment, uh, the walls here would be um, comparable to uh, how we have here with, like, natural limestone-looking coloration, so, like, a little bit more grays and tans and, and um, transformative colors where it would be gradient. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, still ample stalagmites and stalactites in the area. You would look out and you'd be able to see passageway continues western, uh, westernly would be towards the gate, uh, goes northeastern, you poke your head out, looks like it goes pretty far before it bends, uh, it's got a naturally wide opening here, roughly like a 90 foot berth in width, and... Yeah, I mean, y'all are standing here talking, and you would be the one who would most clearly hear a voice in the distance calling out, Hey, who goes there? I guess I'm going to turn and gesture for the group of people to kind of quiet as they're chatting. And then uh, I guess in two... Two... Vorst's mind. Mm Mm-hmm. There's a voice. <laughs> Not my voice. <laughs> the voice. Can I return back? Yes, of course. It's your voice. No, no. Somebody's. Somebody asked who goes there. What are you doing? What does it sound like? Did you not hear it? <laughs> <laughs> I would say that, yeah, once everybody's kind of quieted down, like, everybody would be able to hear the voice echoing out. Like, you would have heard it the most clearly because you would have been outside of the threshold of everybody else talking. But I want to hear you say it. (laughs) (laughs) What are you doing? (laughs) And that's my line. When I heard it, I'd be like, yeah, that checks out. (laughs) It's you. (laughs) Go ahead and stand up over his shoulders and look out the door. Like, Disney cinematic style where we're just sticking <laughs> Everybody is sideways. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you have 300 feet of dark vision? Yeah, and look and see if I can see down the way. Those are good peepers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, you got very good peepers. <laughs> um, you would definitely see a Do very my glass. Uh, stocky silhouette in the distance. Like, roughly 300 feet away from you. Where, hard to discern height, it would just look... Um, Big and ovalish, just far enough away that it's just like it's amorphic, but it's a yes. shape. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> exactly that. How'd y'all get in there? Uh, we should take care of this. Keep him away from the children. Yeah. <laughs> I think if the two of us do what I must, <laughs> move forward and respond. Yeah, peace, peacekeepers. Yeah, uh, you can see this person. Barely. Perhaps you it's should. round. Perhaps you should speak. What are you doing? Coming. <laughs> <Excuse me. laughs> 
<laughs> and we're gonna start walking towards him. Wait, no, don't come this way. Why In not? In my house. <laughs> you live over there? In my house. Why do you, why do you live down here? That's nice. <laughs> Fuck. It's got all kinds of stuff to eat. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. well. <laughs> this is a friendly voice bait for sure. <laughs> and it looks like you're eating well. Well, thank you. I'm awful hungry. What is it that you eat down here? Plants. <laughs> Insight. <laughs> I can't. I want to insight check it, but I can't fucking see it. He's round. You're a liar. Fucking round. That's fat. That man's eating fat. Maybe he eats a lot of plants. Nope. Hey, maybe it's starches like potatoes. He is potatoes. a purple people eater. Insight check. He's really purple. He's eating potatoes. I never said he was purple. He only eats purple people. <laughs> and none of us are purple. I think some of the tieflings are. They're <laughs> great. <cry. laughs> what is your name, friend? Name? I don't got one of those. Well, Maybe I do. I'm sorry, say that first word again. Maybe? Maybe. <laughs> uh-huh. yep. Yep. I'm inclined to trust the second. <laughs> I also want to wrestle him. John, is this because you, you can do limited voices? Or no, okay. okay. I also want to wrestle him. It's his, like evil, it's his evil twin brother. You're sure we can't speak to you a little closer? Uh, my friend here can, can see can that far, you? but I can't. I think the right question is May. Sure, may we? Oh, well, of course. Won't you come to my house? We could have some dinner. Plants? Yeah. <laughs> Only plants? Well, yeah, I got that. He's got himself an only plants. <laughs> Cost money every month. Join our Patreon. <laughs> Briefly look back at the party peeking out of the, the door hole. I, yeah, I guess I'll turn back to the room and mm-hmm. kind of quietly. There's a voice ahead. I, th- I think it perhaps voice than I can go see if he's safe. <laughs> yes, please do that. Uh, we, do, we don't want to take the children towards so, strange sounds voices. Sounds like he lives down here. I'll walk out with, with them. As a bear? <laughs> Why does he sound like that? I'm not sure. It does sound kind of friendly, though. <laughs> it's, it's strangely comforting. Mm-hmm. If I thought there was a DM, I might think it was a bait, but... <laughs> I it's a bait. God wouldn't do that. God wouldn't do this. <laughs> He's been such a just and friendly. <laughs> don't, don't. Do things I'm known for. This is my first rodeo, John! Uh-huh. It's mine. Um, How many friends you got? <laughs> Gotta know how many mouths to feed. But do you have enough plants to feed a bear? A bear? I'll I make a bear noise. A bear in a long time. And oh I'm, my gonna, God. I'm gonna whistle. <laughs> she comes up. Well, thank you. I do hope you subscribe to my only plant. <laughs> oh, that's a pretty hefty bear. Does the voice sound 
familiar? Slightly, yeah. Slightly, not I, not. Not identical, but comparable, yeah. Does it sound like his voice or an accent? Sounds like an accent. Okay. Uh, yeah, I guess the three of us are walking up. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you would definitely say, again, you have dark vision. Um, it's strange to describe for as you're approaching, because you would see in shades of black and gray in dark vision. This thing feels strangely homogenous, save for a few pieces of gray around the outer edges of the circle, around for where we would assume would be like head height or shoulder height, neck height, and it would look like it you know, goes and cascades around it, and then disappears out of the horizon point for you. There's no points in his encampment or where he's standing that nope. is producing any sort of light? Nope. What does it smell like out here? Uh, it would smell... You're a druid. Uh, you would definitely pick up uh, the smells of, of mulch, natural flora. You would also smell genuinely for you as well. And I said, there's a moisture here in the air. It does smell like <coughs> there's water nearby. Like, clean, like an aquifer, but also in the same time where... Uh, when you have passed lakes that have been uh, overgrown with algae, and they've got that <laughs> kind of like algae stank yeah. to it. Not, not fishy, like but Not yeah, fishy, like, but marshy, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you would get like roughly 180 oh my feet. God, I, I swear to God, John, if it's fucking Shrek, I'm going <laughs> to... What are you doing with a smile? I got yeah. a donkey! <laughs> No idea what you're talking about. <laughs> it's also a dragon. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you get within 60 feet, and again, there's no natural light, so if nobody's using anything to create light, we're still only going to see this individual in dark vision. I can't see anything. I'm just going to look at Ethier. Well, who, which three are walking? I mean, I would have gone. Oh, you oh, would be going, going as yes, well? Yes, absolutely. Oh, okay. there was the four of us. Yeah, yep. as long as I had ample time to finish the room. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Staying behind them with kids, or would you if, also go? If they all went, I would have gone. Sure, cool. Yeah, you as well go. Also go. Cool. Uh, I can see normally in darkness, both Great. magical and non-magical, up to 120 feet. As soon as you get 120 feet away, you would see in the distance that there is a tall, uh, stocky, again, very round-shaped uh, figure. Um, I feel like Yalumlo would have never seen a turtle before. But a dark black turtle standing in the hole. <laughs> limbs like a, yeah, a roughly mean, humanoid yeah, limb. Yeah, humanoid standing, but like jet black in the fleshy tone and jet black in the shell, jet black in the underneath. So you look like he's holding any weapons. Uh, I mean, Quarter, uh, you can Quarter see staff? normally in the 120 feet. No, it looks like he is standing and he's got like a cane. Like it looks like he's kind of like leaning. You can definitely see like, again, 120 feet is a long ass fucking way, so you're not gonna be able to mm-hmm. see like wrinkles or anything yeah, like yeah. that. But it looks like he's yeah. kind of like hobbled. <laughs> he doesn't have like a storm cloud necklace or anything. Nope. On, right? yeah, I <laughs> no, I mean he would have like simple like uh, not, like no clothing or anything because turtles don't really need to wear clothing. Yeah, he's a naked. <laughs> 
But as you are getting closer, especially once you get within like the, the 80 to like 60-ish feet range, you would see that the little bits Fucking of illumination... Giant, giant from, turtle, like, come yeah. on! <laughs> he has bioluminescent mushrooms in the like neck lining of his shell that like curl back around the ridges of his carapace. He's so cool. He's got headlights? Yeah. <laughs> it's dark down here, sir. <laughs> Gotta make sure I know where I'm going. Gotta make sure I find Why? my way back home. Some of us are less skilled than others at seeing in the dark. Mm. I don't right. suppose you'd mind if we put out some light. Oh, sure. Would that be all right with you? Oh, yeah, light's very welcome down here. Turn to Felix, who came with. Mm-hmm. You have light? I can just... Preferably, I gotta get the, the torch out and the dinner I mean, box. <laughs> we'll take the torch out. I'll just use my quarterstaff. Beep, beep, beep. Yeah. Cast light on his quarterstaff. Yeah, it illuminates the area for, you know, again, I would say you guys would be within 30 feet as this is happening, just to be able to have the, you know, bright yeah. and everything hit him. Ah! Oh my god! I'll just elevate it so it's not in everybody's eyes. What's happening? Sorry. Is that God? <laughs> it's my time? Oh! No, I hope no. I've been good. No, you, you said light was welcome. Apologies. Oh! Well, howdy, y'all. Yeah, I mean, you can see as well. He does have, like, a short pair of, you know, the glasses that are contained uh. with the little fucking chain. <laughs> He's got little half-crescent glasses where it's just, you know, oh, dear. Sorry, I love oh, you. What, what, a, what a welcoming group of people. How many of us know what a turtle is? Uh, I would say that, well, that's great if he was alive. Uh, <laughs> did he ever describe a turtle in any of his... I've seen some weird shit. He would you he never elaborated. <laughs> he he mentioned various things a couple he of did. times. He did. I don't know if he specifically said turtle. He did or say turtle. Yes. He did. Okay. Yes. I feel like he, yeah, he had said like tabaxi and turtles at, uh, at like one different point. Yes. Um, but to describe this man better, uh, again, like now that we're close, you can see that he's got like deep wrinkles under the under the glasses, like. You know, deep smile lines in the the leathery flesh of you know the, the mm. turtle face and everything. Uh, again, he does not have any clothes or any clothes on or anything like that. You can <laughs> also see clever. now that you're very close. Pre-bird. <laughs> in the areas where he has the bioluminescent mushrooms on his shell, you can see that they are contained within and amplified by skulls. So he uses these skulls to direct the light from the mushrooms. Human skulls. Uh, no, they would animal. be animal skulls. <laughs> well, I kill! <laughs> and I kill again! I kill again! Am I right? But yes, it would, be like, it would be like, you know, reasonably sized like rat skulls, where it's, it would have the like longer pointed snout and everything like that. But yeah, he's got like, you know, tied through loose twine uh, and like, you know, swamp vine connections. This band of skulls that would wrap around, you can see, is like tied around his waist like a belt, effectively. Um, He's got skull overalls? Yeah. Skull overalls. Well, they're attached to my wrist, so this way, and he rotates, and you can see the skulls, like, turn, and the amplification of the light goes in a direction. Or that way. Or that way. I just just have a a question for you, Theory. How sweaty is he right now? (laughs) 
<laughs> sweaty <laughs> How sweaty are Skulls. you right now? Mm-hmm. This man's wearing bones. Mm-hmm. They're animals. Mm-hmm. Just your atlas. Not your mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> not, not, not people bones. Forces just tapping Thariel on her arm without breaking eye contact with this man. Mm-hmm. That's the biggest turtle I've ever seen in my life. Are you on your own down here? I live alone, yeah. I've never seen a turtle before. Dude, how long have you been here? <laughs> long? Yes. I don't know. Well, all right then. Were there people living there? Living where? That city. There's a city over there? Oh, yeah. <sighs> sure used to be. Oh, that one! Yeah, you know, people. People? Yeah. All different kinds, yeah. Yeah, they had the big gate. Yeah. Yeah, people would come out and buy stuff from me. What? What did they buy? Plants! How long has it been since you've seen a visitor? A customer? Sure. Oh, long minute, I would suppose. What do you take as payment? Payment? Yeah, you said they were customers. Well, yeah. They'd come out and tell me stories and stuff. And I give them plants. I write books. I'm a, a, a book man by heart. Book man. Yeah. It's book man. Book man. <laughs> Mr. DM, Mr. DM, history check on turtles and their lifespan. Sure, absolutely. Oh no, I'm just <laughs> bad. <laughs> bad. Yeah, that's a 13. I mean, that's not bad at all. Um, Keep rolling six yeah. on the die. Bad when it's pleasant? Yes. <laughs> you would know, like, hundreds of years, not remotely close to what this description is for thousands of years ago, seemingly, for the existence so of So I know period. a little bit outside of, about them outside of what Nesgrim said. Right? Yes. Okay, and yes. it would be only be a few hundred years? Like, yeah. is it like elf lifespan or...? Comparable, yes. Comparable? Okay. Mm-hmm. Does he have any special jewelry on him? Like a nice ring that should cane. be guarded. And it's nice, got a wooden cane. Just Walk a wooden, stick. just is it, does it look old, rotted? Does it look in perfect, pristine condition? No, I mean, it looks like it's a piece of driftwood. Okay. Does it, driftwood? Okay. Driftwood? Yeah. The, the customers, were they human? Some. Yay. And others? Some were not human, yay. Um, you said that that you had customers. Did you have a, a, a store, or was it just... My house. Did you call it anything other than your house? Did you have a name for your store? You said you do not have a name, but surely your, your store must have had one. I think I just called it my house. All right. Sir, what's your name? He does not have one. Or does not remember. Reggie! What do we call a shop? Mm. Yeah, no, we just called him my house. Who is who is Reggie? Mushroom. <laughs> oh, okay. That one was Reggie. What about the other one? Which one? Uh, it looks like, like he's got like oh, thirteen oh, or fourteen God. mushrooms okay. around sure. him. Sure. Okay. Down the line. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, when, when you write uh, your your books, uh-huh. uh huh. What do you write for the for the author? Reggie. What we sign the books as? I think I got a pen name? Yes. Something like that? 
Yes, what do you, uh, what is your pen name? Turtle. T-U-R-L. <laughs> <laughs> How do you know? <laughs> Huge fan of your work. She, she's a good reader. <laughs> Wait, what, what, what is your name? T-U-R-L. Wait, hang on. Have I read any work from T-U-R-L? Have yes. I read any? Oh my god, I'm a huge fan. <laughs> Have Genuinely I read anything from some... T-U-R-L? Your children's stories, T.U. Ertle, would ring a bell. I love with this man. Is he Dr. T.U. Ertle? No, it's T.U. Ertle. So, so just her. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So good. P period, U period, Ertle. Yeah. Okay. How would you spell One mushroom, two mushrooms. Ertle. Just like it sounds. Forgive me, there's no vowel. It's the common spelling. Ertle. Turtle. Well, I'm from this area, so we spell it a little different mm-hmm. where I'm from. Mr. Ertle. It's real nice to meet somebody who's read my story. I really like some of them the most. What would you say is your favorite? Oh, God. Reggie. I'm hiding the emperor. <laughs> Reggie, we read a lot of books. It's not a children's book. <laughs> That's what you think. The Lusty Argonian. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Amanda? Well, I don't know if they've read that one. I don't think I got around to publishing it. What the fuck? Turtle House Publishing. <laughs> <laughs> Turtle Random House is where you're talking to me. It's where I made all my money. You just kind of gesture at him like. <laughs> Forgive me. I've written no notes exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Why turtle and not tortle? What? Why turtle and not tortle? Why is there a difference? He is a turtle. He's a tortle. my roots. We come from turtles. Are are you sure? I don't honestly know. (laughs) (laughs) I just kind of guess. Isn't that like saying humans come from apes? Are we sure? I mean, maybe. You're the one saying that. I presume. Write that down as a book idea, though. I'm gonna, put my hand, I'm gonna shake my hand in front of Felix's face as he finishes up that thought. He likes to think those things about people who are not uh, people. All right, he's right. What? <laughs> Fuck you, <laughs> dog man. There he goes again. <laughs> Not the green race. Are you still? Are you still? Blo- are you still blind? Yes! Yeah, yeah. Take, a, take a psychic damage. Congratulations, you've been nudged. Take. I'm serious. I nudged the shit out of you. Fuck you. You've nudged. I just me glare at you. You've nudged me a few times now. I go. See a single tear. There's an interesting lovers quarrel. This is a good idea for a book. Uh, oh, is it? Hey, you All gotta right. make sure you. uh Educate the youngins on the difficulties of loving someone. Don't come with ease. Relationships are hard. T. U. Ertle's romance novels are top tier. Well, thank you. <laughs> anyway, tap I don't shell. believe anything you say. <laughs> <laughs> He's a racist. <laughs> <laughs> it all makes sense now. Yep, yep, no. the guy born green! The only green man forever! He's the racist! <laughs> yep! I don't do much work in races. No, it means he likes to run. Yeah, me neither. You're great. I'm the turtle. Uh, your, your home? Is it close by? 
Well, yeah, it's right over by the lake. There's a lake down here. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. heard something nice about lakes once. <gasps> really? Yes, they <laughs> never move. Well, that's true. That's one of their <laughs> defining features. That's one of my favorite things about lakes. You ever swim in this lake? All the time. That's where I find a lot of my plants. They grow on the bottom. Shake her head at me. In your mind, I'm going to say, it's fine, I'm sure. Is there a definitive bottom? For the lake? Yeah. Yeah. It hits stone and stuff. No holes or anything that go down. No no crevices, weird. No. Like there could be an opening. Sounds like a lovely place. Because he especially loves to race in the water. That's why I built my house there. Stop th- saying things about me. Or I'll hold your snout shut. <laughs> Get the bottom, folks. Trade them. Right. In the ether's mind, do you think we should tell him about the others? Probably. They won't be able to hang back for super long. I could make a nice pot of stew for you. How big could you make that pot of stew? I, I, the pot's one size. Well, how much stew can you make? A pot worth. <laughs> how many people can you feed with one pot? Well, I usually eat a whole pot, so... <laughs> me. <laughs> I'd, I'd, I'd put a second pot on for y'all, though. Should you like. Y- y'all probably could eat about as much as one of me. There's, um... Maybe more. Y'all don't have a pot, do you? Yes, actually. Actually, actually, we do. You got a pot? A real well, big Well, then one. we could cook two pots at once. Yes, we have a very large one. We also have m- more friends. More friends? Yes. Y'all are very lucky. I only got these fuckers. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Do any of the one mushrooms change it. luminosity when he says these yeah, fuckers? Yeah, they absolutely want to flicker. Okay, and none of the skeletons move. Correct, right? none of the skeletons okay. move. But they dim and flicker. Yeah. So, like, as... Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. I'm sorry. I'm a little testy today. I've not had my pot of stew. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Who? Would you mind more company? No, I love visitors. I mean, don't really get many of them down here no more. You said you wrote children's books? Oh, yes. Most of my works were of the variety of children's fictional literature. I'm a big fan of morals and fables. You might be. <laughs> this, is this, is this what I think it is? <laughs> you, you might be. Is this Franklin? This <laughs> Aesop. <laughs> you might be in for kind of a treat. I do like treats. I'll be right back. You gonna go get a treat for me? Uh, more of a surprise. <laughs> like a gift? <laughs> yeah. uh, so, so see what I mean? <laughs> Company-related surprise. Company-related surprise? <laughs> more friends. Oh. He doesn't do that every time. Well, all right. That's very thoughtful like That's not yes. every time. All right. Well, why don't you follow me on back to the shack? Well, we'll wait for everybody to come. We don't want them to get lost. Oh, I'm very slow walker, so it's going to sure. take a while. Understood. Be yes. right he starts... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God. Left or right? Oh, all right. Right. 
You're right. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, I mean, you can see that he slowly angles himself his cane digging in the dirt. And uh, takes, like, a very slow, thudding step. One foot after the other. I have a strange question. Yeah. In terms of predators for humanoids, uh-huh. are they different for turtles? Nah, they'd be pretty much the same. Okay. Yeah. So if he can walk around like that, probably safe. Mm-hmm. Or he's a killer. <laughs> <laughs> your inference is your inference. Okay. <laughs> he's the sweetest sounding killer I've ever heard. <laughs> I just yep. crush him if slowly. We I think it's better than it's, it's it's meant to be. Uh, I watched the light leave their eyes. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Forrest, you would go collect the other people? Yeah, uh, I, would, I, would, I would 100% run up and uh, go up to uh, Iris almost immediately and be like, Is everything okay? There's a big fucking turtle. Like a, a monster? Oh. <laughs> 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 he's just like he's hypnotized. <laughs> he's, no. he, he's kind of the sweetest thing I've ever seen. That's wonderful, then, I guess. He um, speaks of beautiful things and teaching children morals. Sounds like a very fantastic <laughs> turtle. How does it speak? She's the one wisdom character. Yeah. No. Anybody but her. Have you ever heard of T.U. Hurdle? <laughs> the famous. <laughs> what the fuck? T.U. Hurdle stands in the chat. <laughs> we have a lot of his books to read for the orphans. This is a city book shop thing. We fucking like these kids found him. <laughs> You found the T.U. <laughs> here? In caves below the city? This works from 8,000 years ago. He's alive? He's a turtle. He's a turtle. You're right. You're it right. Makes, it makes sense with the name. <laughs> I hate of this. I hate this. Of I'm only just now thinking of this. Of course he made it. It all makes sense now. I fucking hate this so much. Right. Children! Children! <laughs> T.U. Hurdle is outside! Yeah! <laughs> the children just started screaming. Are they all happy about it? Oh, yeah, 100%. The They're only... just chanting, Turtle! Turtle! Yeah, the only three that aren't running out are Brand Nita and Grimdark. Grimdark can't read. <laughs> I feel like Grimdark would still be chanting. <laughs> Why are you I'm sorry, are you crying? This is a wondrous day for you. As, as he's turning and beginning to take the few steps in the guild, and all the children start walking out. <laughs> you would see him like turn and stop and then um, reach backwards into his shell, like underneath, and he would pull out uh, the, the very smallest little black hat. Yes. A little top hat. <laughs> I gotta get ready for travel. Stop getting ready. Can't go nowhere until I'm ready. Sorry, folks. Yeah. Yes. Legitimately, this is what he looks like. Jill. Did you show Chell? Chell, she's leaving. Chell. <laughs> You really should look at the drawing because Sarah's drawing is 100% 
accurate to a T for what he looks like. I told Glenn while we were sitting here, I was like, I love this turtle so much, I already know John's going to hurt my feelings. <laughs> the T stands for top hat. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> it's so cute! He just takes like one lumbering stab. Wait, his does he hat. have like a little seaweed beard? Like a scraggly little seaweed beard where algae just he sort of grows? He did what I would say he should. So like, he does yeah, now! He does now. He's got... It's like, yeah. It's just stuck like, to him and just yeah, dangling. Uh-huh. Yeah, he uh, takes like one or two lumbering steps. The top hat kind of swivels on his head. Rocks back and here, forth. I'm fine. One foot after the other. That's what I always say. <laughs> Life's just a journey, folks. How many feet is he moving per turn? Because that's the easiest way. Like five. What do you mean that? <laughs> don't rush me! Don't rush me! Oh, I don't want to trip and fall. I could crack my shell. Oh, well, I figured it would be very appropriate on the way if I told you folks a story. Yes, can I can I interrupt you before yeah. you start that? Yeah. Hmm? I believe for turtles, at least, you can tell their age by the back of their shell. Mm-hmm. Can I attempt to do that with a... Mr. T.U. Ertle. <laughs> uh, yeah, I would say that you can make an intelligence check for that. That's not something that Felix going to be, like, widely experienced with. But, but like, like, I know it's a it. concept. Yes, absolutely. It's, it's not as bad. You're supposed to cut him in half and count the rings. <laughs> uh, 16. With the definition in the shell and the state of its quality... And then the the fade to a lot of the details which would have once given his shell defining aesthetic narrative characteristics. It feels like it's mostly gone and his shell is just matte black now. Oh. Yeah. That would make it, to me, genuinely pretty difficult to read Okay. in terms of the details of his age. Um and like that is again one of the defining elements of him as he turns, and you see the exterior. You you would see the uh, again because uh, the the portions of it, the shell that are um, like hexagonal patterns for where there's actual indentations and grooves, so this way uh, it, it's able to move. Um, you would see even in those like it only turns to like a slightly lighter gray in the spaces between the hexagonal patterns. Okay. Um, but everything about this turtle is jet black. Um, again, except for the obvious bioluminescent mushrooms, which as he turns, you can see that the skull's like ever so slightly jostle and he pulls his hands tight to his waist and gets rocking with his cane as he gets going and then says the, uh, well, it's only appropriate that I tell a story as we're going on an adventure, folks, and, um... Uh, as my biggest fan, do you have a a request? If you don't have a story off the top of your mind, you could just tell me what you would like one to be about. I love that story you told about the little princess. The one with the the the, the pretty palace made of ice. Mm-hmm. Oh. I would also say that, like, I don't typically take my garb off often, mm-hmm. but seeing this <coughs> vision in the flesh, mm-hmm. I... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he starts rocking. Well, long ago, 
there was a beautiful palace up north where all the prettiest elven people lived, where they took care of each other real good, where they knew what they had to do. Every winter, the palace would melt. We're gonna end there. Oh boy. <laughs> oh boy. So we follow this beautiful turtle. <laughs> I love him. What the fuck? <laughs> he's a fucking turtle. <laughs> Everything he's he all of his skin is jet black? Yeah. That's what the come on. <laughs> Guys. Guys, I know, I know if they're in mostly, look, I know if they're in mostly, like, black garb, I'm like, oh, they're killers, but, like, is he wearing, like, a morph suit? Oh, no, Paul, his his shell is mostly black. Oh, my God. So many rings. (laughs) So many rings. This man's, like, 8,000 years old. Mm -hmm. Well, friends, thank you very much for watching this evening. Uh, DJ CMS... And uh, Blue Vapor, thank you very much for the subs. DJ, if you're still here, I hope your door dashing was successful. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, thank you guys very much for watching tonight. I hope you enjoyed the episode. Um, we will be back on Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time uh, for the... Actually, we can just do 7 because mm-hmm. the people that need to do 6 Sure. I'm not here, so we'll just do seven this mm-hmm. week. Uh, 7 p.m. Eastern time for the Lost Kings of Adorus. Um, thank you all very, very much, and we will see you next time. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs> He's a fucking turd.